0: Well, I believe he was the quietest character in the Christmas story. A man of few words, but he was obedient to God's calling on his life. Today in the back shed, we're going to dig into the story of Joseph. The father of Jesus, the earthly father of Jesus, uh, who shows us how one man can be used by God without a single word of his ever being recorded. This is episode number 85 of The Back Shed. Today is Monday, December 6th, 2021. Welcome to The Back Shed. It is good to be here with you this morning. I hope you are enjoying um, your uh, kind of frigid morning here in Fair Oaks. It's a little, uh, it's a little cold out there, low fifties. Uh, this morning, I, uh, as I mentioned, I'm going to take you into the uh, Gospel of Matthew. And uh, this is what I I would like to call an oldie but a goodie. In that, uh, as we dig into the, the as we dig into the life of Joseph, this is a a, a um, uh, one that we went into about a year ago, uh, right around Christmas. I love talking about Joseph right around Christmas time because uh, there are so many things I can't say that I identify with. But there are so many things about Joseph's character that I would love to share in my own character uh, that I would love to emulate. So I think it's going to be a great uh, time in the Word this morning. And I believe that there's something in here for all of us, uh, not just the men, but also the ladies. So, uh, so let's jump into Joseph. We're in Matthew Chapter 1, verses 18 through 25 this morning. And to set up a little bit of context, uh, there are, first off, there are two big remembers that that come out of this. One is that Joseph is a man of few words, but he's always obedient to what God calls him to. And the the second takeaway is that uh, he was key in the Christmas story in that he provided the link in the lineage to Jesus that goes from Abraham um, and, and, and Adam from Adam all the way down uh, to Jesus. So he is, he is the one that kind of connects um, all the lineage through David uh, down to Jesus. So very important um, Very important line there. Um, Let's see. We're in the Christmas season right now, and um, I know that when I am singing Christmas songs, that often the song, Mary Did You Know, comes up, and we we hear all kinds of things about Mary, uh, but we rarely hear anything from Joseph. Um, In fact, Uh, There is not a single quoted word from Joseph in Scripture. We don't hear a single word from him. But uh, I think there's a lot that can be inferred about Joseph in Scripture, and uh, specifically it comes down to his actions. Okay, so in Matthew chapter 1, the story starts at verse 18, but if you back up to the genealogy that is in verses 1 through 17, it serves as a prequel to the story of Joseph. Uh, We're given the genealogy or the lineage of Jesus, and in Matthew 1 from verses 2 through um, 6, we get uh, Abraham to David, okay? And so we, we find this this key um, part of the lineage of Jesus, uh, going down to David. And then it goes in verse uh, 6 through 11. We have David all the way through all the kings and so on uh, until you get to the exile in Babylon. And then starting in verse 12 through 16, you have Babylon all the way through to, um, to Joseph, ultimately, and then on uh, through uh, uh, the husband of Mary. Mary is the mother of Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Luke chapter 3 uh, takes us in a, a backwards genealogy and starts at Jesus, uh, goes through Joseph, and ultimately to Adam uh, and to God. So uh, important there. Both of these uh, passages show the lineage of um jose of jesus coming through joseph also um important to note that uh we we know that the messiah is known as the lion of judah and um the line of judah being that uh the emphasis right there is on judah and i'm going to do a quick screen share here um where you see a a map of israel and on here you have the area of judah um that being down here at the uh kind of southern part um this is where the tribe of judah the land that they received and notice that judah judah is right below benjamin jerusalem being in benjamin Uh, But Bethlehem, uh, very importantly, uh, being in Judah, and that being where uh, the Messiah is going to come from, uh, according to the prophecy of Micah, chapter 5, verse 2, and so that's key as being a part of David's um, hometown as well. Um, so by Matthew linking Christ and the son of David in verse 20, there's no doubt that he is claiming that Jesus is the Messiah. Okay, uh, while Judah wasn't the firstborn son of uh, Jacob of Israel, um, he was the one that God would choose. And just as David was so far um, from the firstborn son of Jesse, uh, just as Joseph also was not a likely candidate to be the earthly dad of the Messiah and just as baby Jesus was not expected to be the Messiah. And so so with this story and and the text that we're in this morning, you have so many things that um, that are just going to show that God does not do the expected. That God does the unexpected when it comes to things like this. Uh, let's see what else do we have? Prophecy dictated that the Messiah would come up through the through the line of Jesse. Um, and uh, oh yeah, I'm starting to get texts in of all the problems that we were having. Uh, Isaiah 11.1 1 says the uh, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse, from his roots a branch will bear fruit. And uh, obviously, David being the son of Jesse. Um, Jeremiah 23, 5, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. And then also in Jeremiah thirty-three fifteen: in those days, and at that time, I will make a righteous branch sprout from David's line. He will do what is just and right in the land. So as you can see that uh, um, the prophecies are all pointing to um, David. Uh, the prophecies point that the uh, Messiah is going to come uh, through Judah, tribe of Judah, um, in the land of Judah, in the city of Bethlehem that is in Judah. And so I call this the shame that became the humility. Um in in that we have Joseph, uh, who is a man in the line of David. He's engaged, as we're as we're jumping into the actual story here, He's engaged to be married to Mary, who's probably, uh, this is probably an arranged marriage. And uh, and um, Mary has already received word through the angel um, that she would give birth to the Messiah, but how on earth does she communicate that to her, um, uh, soon to be husband, Joseph. And, and so she doesn't even, you know, I'm sure she did not tell him, uh, of what had happened, but Joseph is probably starting to, um, well, let's, let's jump into it here. Here it says, uh, in verse, uh, 18 of chapter one, it says that Mary was found to be pregnant. Um, that, that Joseph probably noticed in his, uh, fiance that there was a a baby bump there and, and it's discovered that she's pregnant. Um, and he's starting to ask her some questions. And and we find out very quickly in this passage that, uh, Joseph is definitely a man of integrity. Okay. So understand that he has every right, uh, within, um, the law here to just abandon her, um, that obviously she has do- done something she shouldn't do. And, uh, that, that, um, He could just put her off, gone, okay? But it says that because Joseph, her husband, uh, verse 19, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her uh, to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Uh, Notice it doesn't talk about him um, being ashamed. It says he doesn't want to expose her to public disgrace. Uh, all right, let's go on. Verse 20. There's a dream that's going to happen. It says, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. Because he will save his people from their sins. Um, notice that Jesus is the Greek form of Joshua, of the word uh, of the name Joshua. When Joshua, meaning um, God saves or the Lord saves. Um, <coughs> excuse me. This morning, uh, in verses 24 and 25, we continue. Okay, we're going to notice that uh, uh, in 22, it says, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Verse 24, when Joseph woke up uh, from his dream, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. Notice that, um, Joseph just, he rocks this. Okay. He rocks the obedience is he takes Mary as his wife. Um, he doesn't consummate their marriage. I think we all understand what that means. And, uh, And they wait for Jesus to be born. He obediently takes Mary as his wife, and he agrees he is going to raise Jesus as his son. Even though he can't quite figure out um, exactly what is going on here, okay? He just knows an angel came to him in a dream, said, you need to do this. This is of God. This is way bigger than you. He obeys. But here's the thing that I love about Joseph, and and we'll kind of lean into in the last few minutes that we have uh, together today. If we if we move on down to chapter two, we we know that the Magi have already visited the Messiah, and so we're a couple of years into this. And we get down to verse 13 and it says, when they had gone. An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in the dream. Again, um, here is Joseph being spoken to in dreams. And he says, get up, take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is coming, uh, is going to search for the child to kill him. And it's important to see that immediately in verse 14, Joseph gets up takes the child and his mother during the night and they leave for Egypt and they stay there till the death of, um, of Herod. Notice how quickly Joseph obeyed um, God, that, that he has this dream and he wakes up, he gets up, he gets Mary and he gets Jesus, says, we're on our way to Egypt and, and off they go. That is the immediacy. I don't even know if immediacy is a word, but that is how immediately uh, Joseph obeyed God. Okay. Um, We find in verse 19, we're in chapter 2, after Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream yet again to Joseph in Egypt and said, get up, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel for those who are trying to take the child's life are dead. And yet, once again, uh, Joseph obediently, in verse twenty-two, takes his family to um, Galilee. I love this. It's a it's a simple um, message today that really doesn't require uh, a lot of uh, exposition in here. That I think the the passage speaks for itself. That we can learn from Joseph, um, not just in this Christmas season, but throughout the year, is. Sometimes the simple thing that we need to do is we need to stop and listen. And when God says, go, we go. It's that simple. Every time Jesus uh, or God spoke to Joseph, he didn't say a word. He just obeyed. He got Mary, got, G- got Jesus. They went, um, couple other things to to pull out of this passage and we'll keep it short and then I have to go back and edit both of these versions of Backshed today into one uh, continued version. Uh, I, I think, and, and as an adoptive parent, I, I think the message of adoption comes through so clearly in this uh, passage and in this story. I love, that Joseph took Jesus as his own, even though there was not a a blood lineage there. Uh, and And I love that God sets it up, as you can see uh, through the lineage of Christ that is given in the, um, preclude or prelude to this in verses 1 through 17 of chapter one. I, I love how God sets this up as an adoption story that even though Jesus is not connected to Joseph through blood, that he is still, uh, considered part of the lineage through Joseph. And, and so God makes a strong statement for the legitimacy of adoption in here. Um, Let's see, what else do I wanna uh, throw out at you here? Out of obedience, Joseph would take Jesus as his son, raise him in every way he knows possible. Joseph would train him up um, and Jesus would be known as the son of the carpenter. Okay, And uh, there's no question growing up that Jesus is the son of Joseph, right? And and we find that um, throughout uh, the rest of the Gospels. Isn't this the carpenter's son? (coughs) Isn't his mother Mary? Um, This is in uh, chapter 13, verse 35. And aren't his brothers, James, Joseph, Simon, Judas? What can we learn from Joseph today in uh, these few minutes? Uh, Listen to God. When God spoke to him in dreams, he took it seriously. Obey when God speaks. That's number two. And number three is accept the calling that God has on you. Um, You may end up in a particular position, a given position, not because you are talented and gifted, but simply because, uh, and not because you're related to someone important, but simply because um, God wants you to be there. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that, say that again. You may end up in a position not because of what you've done, what you've done, but simply because of who you're related to. Ah, that's what I meant to say, or who you know. Don't worry about that. God's called you there. Be obedient. Okay. So sometimes God just places you in the right place at the right time and you're called to be obedient. That's what Joseph did. And uh, he would be known as the earthly father, the adopted father of Jesus, um, with all the same legitimate uh, parental um, classifications as uh, as someone who would have been in the bloodline. So yeah, Alyssa, it, it really does speak to his character as well, um, of the kind of person he was. You, you wish that you had gotten to hear some words of joseph in scripture we don't we just get to see his actions which i think a lot of people love that want that more than anything out of people is let's just see your actions not your words um I can think of so many times that people have said that to me. So uh, let's pray this morning. It's a it's a quick one, but I think it's a good one. And then I got to get onto the uh, chopping block here and edit this thing uh, together to make one cohesive backshed for this morning. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, for uh, this morning. And thank you for the story of Joseph. More than just a, a, a story, but a true history and truth that we can still apply to our lives today. I pray that we would be humble and teachable and obedient and uh, and just go where you call us when you call us there. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, thank you, my friends, for uh, sticking with it this morning. It's been good to be here together with you. Look forward to seeing you next week right back here on The Backshed. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for The Backshed Bible Study Podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. The Backshed is hosted by yours truly, Cliff Carey, and is a ministry of Sunrise Community Church in Fair Oaks, California. The Backshed Bible Study can be viewed live every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time on Facebook at facebook.com slash sunrisecommunityonline. All video episodes are also available at youtube.com slash sunrisecommunitychurch. For more information about Sunrise and its ministries, go to www.sunrise.church. We hope you're able to join us again next time here in the Back Shed.